tweet at TodaySOR. I'm joined now on the line from the beautiful town of Kenmare by Maura Foley, who runs and owns the Shelburne Lodge Guesthouse there. And she's written a most beautiful book, uh, beautifully presented, um, My Wild Atlantic Kitchen. Maura, you've been working with food, I gather, since about the early 1960s. And you put an awful lot of emphasis on fresh ingredients and also what the West Coast of Ireland has to offer. Yes, absolutely, Sean. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Yes, good to talk to you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful collection, as I say. But look, before we talk about its contents, I have to ask you, uh, because, um, you know, I, I saw one of our other contributors on the programme, a regular one of ours, uh, JP McMahon in Galway, saying he doesn't see how he can reopen his restaurants observing social distancing and the like. What, what do you think the future holds there where you are? It, it will be difficult, Absolutely, very difficult for restaurants if they're if they're small, and for the guest house, where I see the difficulty is places already everything is ready and we have large rooms, but people expect a, a close welcome. If we're having social distancing, they will that will be alien to the whole business of hospitality. You know mm-hmm. where you sh- you shake hands, you people you know well. They're happy to see you, and if you're going to sort of be backing away from them, well, I'm sure people, if they shorten, lessen the distance or something, it might work. But hopefully, it will work. We'll yeah. we're going to remain positive anyway. I suppose you have to do that, and it's always been a hallmark of your approach to things. Uh, but look, your mother Agnes, I gather, opened a tea shop in Kenmare called the Purple Heather in 1961. So you go back a fair bit now in this business. Exactly, and I did the baking that time because she had been a professional cake maker and had taught me how to make all these cakes and different things. And we did. We started in 61 when it was a time when nobody, you know, even went for a cup of coffee or anything like that. Possibly tea shop more than anything. Mm-hmm. And we, 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 it was enjoyable, you know. You didn't do that, that for a lot of money because, as I explained, currencies were so different that time. I mean, you were dealing in pennies. And when we opened that, it was out of necessity because we had gone from... Uh, successful business that went down through different things. It was garage business. Yeah. And therefore we had to do something to, to just to to survive. I think you'd be known as a trailblazer uh, for Irish female chefs. So you were a good friend um, of Myrtle Allen of Ballymaloo. Um, was she somebody that you drew inspiration and yes. support from? You see, Myrtle, Myrtle and I became great friends. We, I started in 61 and Myrtle started a few years just later. And we became, because we're both in that both in, in, in food, we became great friends. And we were kindred spirits. You know, we had the same ideas about produce and using the best of local ingredients, and we became very good friends. And, they were there. I mean, she did the impossible as well, starting out there in the midst of nowhere and working on the business. And you know? I gather in the mid-'70s you met and married a man called Tom, something of a whirlwind romance, I gather. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Tom was a teacher who came home. He was in, working in Kenya, came home from, um, he was from Limerick. And uh, how I met him was because he had, a, had a, he had a brother in the bank in Kenmare, Jim, and his wife was Judith. So we met, we had the Purple Heather, and of course it was the place to come. We had a restaurant upstairs that time with a pub downstairs. There was music there and singing and piano, and it was a sort of a social, very social place. So we, we just met and discovered, 
inspired. We liked each other. We went to the Freedom Air one thing or another, and then that, that was on at that time, and which was a tremendous success. And then he was going back to Africa in, in just a few months, and we decided, right, we liked each other very much, and we had to just stay together, and, and we, we, we didn't want, you know, there was something. I um, see. So, what, a two-month two month romance, yeah? <laughs> not easy. Now, I, I gather, well, like, like every relationship, I'm sure you survived your ups and downs. And, and one instance was uh, Tom <laughs> turning away a certain Brad Pitt at the entrance. Was it to the lime tree? It's a, a <laughs> marriage survived that, tree, yeah? Yes, that was the time we were, he had come back. When he had come back, he was teaching in Kenmare. And then he gave up his teaching and he was front of house in the lime tree. And he was marvellous. He learned a lot from... Jim Whelan down in Ballymaloo bought the wines and everything like that. And yes, he didn't know who Brad Pitt was. Of course, we had our lovely park hotel just next door and a lot of celebrities stay there. Tom didn't know who he was. He didn't have a reservation. So that was it. But there you are. It was late. Afterwards, we discovered he didn't get a table, but that happened. Nobody you know? went running down the street after him, no? <laughs> no. <laughs> now look, um, I, I, I st- it must be about ten years since I stayed. Once there was, I was down covering the the, the national economic conference you when it were. used to be held the um, with the week in politics um, in the Shelburne Lodge, That's and right. uh, an absolutely delightful place to stay. And I can still taste the. I think there was a special rhubarb. Um, di- well, it wasn't a dish. Uh, a rhubarb composed, yeah. Yes, yeah, I think did it go into the porridge? Um, but in any event, it's just one of the many delights there. Um, are you? Are you Locked down at the moment. I presume it's not open at the locked present down. time. We're over. Yes, Tom and I are locked down because we're, we're in this age that they're talking about. We don't feel old or anything, or feel deprived or anything like that. But it's just um, we're quite happy. How are you getting it. through it, though? Well, we're getting through it very well because we're gardening. <laughs> There's a big garden out there. Yeah, Doing a lot of gardening. And Tom is marvelous. You see, we can spend time together. He had been in. Yeah. Kenya and everything like that. So, and Saudi. So he was used to living uh, very much alone, and it wasn't. It isn't a problem. And we're just we, we're optimistic. You see, we're planning for the future. We don't think it's going to be the end of everything. We're hoping that things might come back in a different way. Yeah. Now you've a particular interest in herb gardening. Yes, absolutely. Always. And I don't. I'm not growing vegetables now. Believe. Does that. Yeah, but one of the things neighbor. I read in the notes, um, Maura, is that you, you advise people against, if they have a load of great herbs, don't fire everything into the dish. Oh, absolutely. Restraint is very important. When you're cooking, yes, you must, um, less is more. And yeah. it's, it's very important that you do not have too many flavours clashing with each other. So you just use what herbs you like in particular, but don't just throw everything into the pot because you've got a herb if you have a lot of different herbs growing yeah. thyme is, needs to be by itself and uh, mint, mint and coriander work together alright but you just have to have respect. I, I have a few right. little dill seedlings now coming through uh, in my little greenhouse at the oh, moment yeah. um, now right. what would they, they they would go with fish they go they? on with fish wonderful with fish and, and you can use them in salads as well you know you snip them very finely there's nothing to because they've got quite a lovely flavour yeah um, um, now, give me a few lockdown recipes uh, because, um, you know, it's, it, there's so many to choose from, but are there ones that you keep going back to, some simple ones, and we'll be putting them up on our, on our, our, our web page as well? Well, 
one, if you want to talk about um, starters, I think a simple starter to do, and you can have it for your supper, you can have it for your dinner, is crab cake. The crab cakes are absolutely delightful, and it's not out of the way. All the, you'll get lovely crab available, and it's just simple. It's only a bechamel base, and you can make these crab cakes yeah. and cook them up in a few minutes. So we have those all the time. Now, there's another one that caught my eye. Roast chicken with fresh thyme and honey jus. Yes, it's very simple. You just roast your chicken with uh, loads of butter and seasoning and on its breast side down and then turn it up, cook it well because nobody likes undercooked chicken. And then with the pan, you just make a lovely jus. I have the recipe in the wild, my Wild Atlantic kitchen yeah. and you could just use some honey and some stock, if you have it. And, and when you take up your chicken, and then put fresh thyme in and honey to taste and seasoning. And you have this, um, I, I think it's in quite a number of your recipes, and I, I can't pronounce it, it's a French drink, and Noili Pra. Noili Pra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say Noili Pra or Noili Prat. <laughs> yes, uh, it's, it's basically a kind of a martini. It's a red martini, yeah? It, yeah? It's, it's a vermouth. Yeah, vermouth. And, and uh, yeah, it, it, it has actually got a more complex flavour than wine, but it's wonderful because it doesn't need the same cooking down. And if you're just making a simple little cream sauce, or if you're even making a simple, especially with fish, it's wonderful. Or with chicken. Yes, we uh, use it. A, I use it a lot. Yeah. In fact, in the purple heather, years and years ago, and in the lime tree, we did scallops with um, an oily pra and mushroom sauce. Yeah, and to, to come to the book, if I may, uh, it yes. struck me, and I was trying to think, it's reminding me of something or somebody, and eventually I hit on it. It's kind of a mixture of um, maybe um, uh, the Allens, uh, Dorina or, or uh, Myrtle, and meets Alice Taylor, because there's lots of wonderful stories and reminiscences in it. Oh, absolutely. Well, you see, life is about meeting people and, and things that happen, and I, I just find right through, I enjoy so much. I love people, and Kenmare is just a very special place. And there's always different things happening, and also suppliers were important to me in the business. And there are some beautiful pictures in it as well, needless well, to say, uh, of some of the artwork that hangs, I think, in your place. And oh, well, you remember that, because I love art, and, and uh, local artists especially. I, I think they have such... Difficult lives. I know one reads about all the high prices. And you got a bit of a help now, a bit of help, I think, in the layout and the presentation of it. You better tell me who did that. Right. Well, we were so fortunate because the book, um, there's a boy, Eamon, his dad is Mickey Ned, Eamon O'Sullivan, and he, assisted by Natalie Moriarty, and he has set up a business called Anchor Studios in Canmare, which is tremendous, and he's graphic designer, wonderfully, really imaginative and I got on so well with him he knew exactly the style of book we wanted and what to do and he had great ideas. It was actually Eamon put the book together for us. Well look, thank you very much indeed for talking to me. The book is called uh, My Wild Atlantic Kitchen Recipes and Recollections. Maura O'Connell Foley uh, published uh, it doesn't say who the publisher is by the way is it just a... No, it was self-published. Okay, well look, and it's 35 euro now, a bit pricey but maybe worth it and I see you got a uh, you got a reference from a man I met many many years ago and he certainly knew his food Johnny Apple the old London editor of the New York Times Absolutely. he became their political editor bite yes. by bite we were captain
captivated. Maura, thank you so much indeed for right. joining us and well, let's hope... restaurant, you see, the lime cheap packies and... Okay. Uh, a purple so that's well, what's great for people. No stopping you, Maura. Thank uh, you, thank uh, you indeed.